0: Pray for Sudan, WTN Chapter. World Tourism Network is very concerned about its eight members in Sudan, including the Ministry of Tourism of this African country. Today Germany-based World Tourism Network board member Burkhard Herbot received a late-night emergency mayday call from Khartoum in Sudan from a fellow WTN member. This report by the WTN member in Sudan triggered World Tourism Network to reach out to UNWTO Secretary-General Zarab Polilikashvili, and other tourism and human rights organizations, stakeholders of the international travel and tourism community, charities. World Tourism Network open call is. Assist Sudan if you can. The situation in Sudan is escalating and out of control. Tourism leaders are pioneers in Sudan. They include hard-working staff of National Tourism Board. Some are fully paid members of the World Tourism Network and were about to start a chapter in Sudan. Member were ready to work on a plan, so visitors could safely rediscovering Sudan's first-century temples, thundering granite mountains and undeveloped diving in the Red Sea. The need to work together may have never been so important after what is evolving after April 15, 2023. To protect our reader in the current environment, E-Turbo News will not disclose the exact name of the caller. Report by a WTN member in Khartoum, Sudan. As you might know, we have a very difficult situation in Khartoum since the dawn of 15th of April. Residents in Sudan's capital have found themselves trapped in a war zone. Fighter jets have been flying low overhead, tanks are roaming our neighborhood, gun battles and bombings shake our city's streets. There is a heavy conflict between the official military and the paramilitary groups in our capital, but most likely also in probable all other cities in the country. While we still have some infrastructure in Khartoum the situation in other cities or areas might be worse. Also in Khartoum the situation become more dangerous and difficult by the hour. As the fighting between Sudan's army and the paramilitary group the Rapid Support Forces (RSF), enter its sixth day, The people leaving Khartoum in cars for the neighboring cities, as all public transportation is completely stopped. Currently there is only one bridge open for traffic movement out of a total of nine bridges connecting Khartoum with other regions in the country. Gun battles however are not isolated to our capital, and reported from other provincial capitals and cities. Due to the tremendous damage in Khartoum and Khartoum International Airport, all domestic and international flights are cancelled. Foreigners cannot leave the hotel still operating, and rescue actions by foreign governments were made impossible. Electricity is very sporadic, and some areas of the city have no power at all. The same counts for the public water supply. Under such circumstances people get sick very quick. Yesterday, some of water and electricity stations were able to came back online, but on and off. The markets and shops are closed. No distribution of food and bottled water is available. Several hundred people were shot on our streets. With a temperature of 110 F or 43 C, the decomposition of dead bodies starts very quickly. It's impossible to collect the bodies or arrange funerals. In addition, thousands of people are wounded and professional help is not available. The few hospitals able to remain open have not enough power or water. About 75% of our medical services is cut off. The paramilitary RSF is using the hospitals for their own people and have thrown out sick citizens. It can be expected many more will die. While under constant fire, some of our hero doctors continue to perform surgeries under the most extreme condition imaginable. They are running out of medicine and supply. There is no blood. Fuel for generators at hospital is not available. They need everything, but how could it even be delivered with the deadly fighting continuing? We need safe corridors. Essential supplies do not arrive. Imagine you live in a large city without electricity, water, in the apartment for the electric stove, refrigerator, bath, toilet. Nothing works. I try to keep a little electricity to catch an internet connection if found to broadcast my message to WTN. Khartoum is running out of food, water, and everything else someone needs to survive. Only a few bakeries are still operating with big challenges not having stable power for the oven, not enough flour and water the list goes on. Most people remain in their houses and apartments. Some had no chance to go home and are still or in their offices or place of work since the fighting started. It is very dangerous to go out. When possible, when there is a short gap off the gunfire people are fleeing from Khartoum, even under very dangerous circumstances. People are fleeing. But where? No more petrol and everyone is trying to find some secure paths out. Please have in mind, Sudan is the third largest country in Africa. It borders seven countries in northeast of Africa. Neighbors are Egypt, the Arabian Sea with Saudi Arabia close by, Eritrea, Ethiopia, South Sudan, the Central African Republic, Chad, and Libya. Sudan hosts the longest river in the continent, River Nile, the source of water in the county. Khartoum is a fast growing city with more than 3 million people. When you had the greater surroundings, Omdurman, etc. There are around 9 million in the greater Khartoum region. There is a lot of logistic involved to keep such a dense area alive. All of this stopped within minutes 5 days ago. Even if electricity was available it has to be prepaid via internet, but the complete system broke down. Banks are closed, ATM machines destroyed or out of money. None of the usual mobile apps and electronic services work. The clashes between the army and its opponents. The Rapid Support Forces, RSF, continued as both of them tried to control the key sites in Khartoum and other states, especially the military sites. On the other side the army declared that it had control of Khartoum and Muroi airports, Sudan TV and radio station and other military sites in Khartoum as well as the military camps which had been under control by the RSF. Muroi Airport is an airport serving the town of Muroi in Sudan. RSF was working beside Afti Army since 2019, since the end of the al-Bashir government. We were hoping to enter a democratic process, but now we face this mess and nobody knows what to do except trying to escape. While I'm writing this message to you I hear gunfire and feel bombings. I am so worried about my family, friends, colleagues from, erased by E-Turbo News, facing huge problems and I don't know and cannot help. I have fears on my own. All is really very difficult for me, but I want to give a signal out to the world. You cannot help, but when I may have a wish to my colleagues of the international travel and tourism industry and administration out there in the world. Please pray for Khartoum, pray for Sudan, pray for the Sudanese people, whatever religion you have. It is really dramatic and we don't know what to do, we are helpless. All we have are our families and neighbors. Sometimes we manage to contact family and friends by phone or whatsapp but our heart remains dark. Nobody knows whether and when the conflict parties will come to a an conclusion and when the gunfires will stop. Jürgen Steinmetz, chairman of the World Tourism Network explains. Sudan, we are with you. To WTN members and E-Turbo news readers, if you like to contact the writer, please post your comments or for private messages to be related go to WTN.travel slash contact.